This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. So people eat for a variety of reasons. And one of the reasons you eat is because you're physically hungry and you need calories to get through your day, to be able to burn, to be able to do all your daily activities. That's not what we study. We study eating past nutritional needs. So in that group of categories, you have overeating, which is just when you eat too much um, infrequently. Um, There's binge eating, when you eat too much and you feel out of control. And binge eating is associated with things like um, like higher levels of depression, higher levels of medical comorbidities, difficulty losing weight, all kinds of things like that. And then within those two, overeating and binge eating, there's there's binge eating disorder, which is even further extreme which is a full-blown eating disorder and now has its own diagnostic category in the DSM, et cetera. Um, We study overeating and binge eating. Um, And so ultimately, we're looking to try to help people not eat past nutritional needs. What percent of Americans fall into the category of that they they overeat or they're obese? So overweight and obesity accounts for about two-thirds of Americans today. And and, I mean, because it seems to me overeating all of us do at some point. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you back away from the Thanksgiving table. Oh, you know, I just ate so much. But that's not what you're talking about, right? Or, or is so it partially? that is partially what we're talking about, doing that more often. So if you do that once in a while, your weight's not going to change. And ultimately, the epidemiological data suggests that overeating is probably one of the main drivers of why we have such an obesity epidemic. Um, Physical activity certainly plays a role, but the best way to lose weight is by reducing caloric intake, and physical activity is thought to ultimately maintain weight loss. And so it's this increase and decrease in caloric intake, and it could be as small as 200 calories a day that could really make a very big difference. And so again, we study overeating and then binge eating, which happens more frequently um, in our lab, at least to try to understand why someone would eat when they're not physically hungry. So with all the work that you've done, why do people eat when they're not physically hungry? Well, if I had that answer, I think I'd be famous. (laughs) You are famous. (laughs) But but there are lots of reasons, and there are different researchers studying different areas. So so one of the things we study in my lab is emotional eating. But another piece of of overeating that we study is something called uh, Q-reactivity. So... um, When you look at the neurobiological research on overeating and obesity and binge eating, there are two main areas of your brain that are essentially um, associated with eating past nutritional needs, we think. Um, One that's based in reward, which means how good something feels, and the other one that's based in inhibition, means stopping yourself from finishing eating that potato chip. Gotcha. Um, And so those two things interact, and dopamine um, plays a very strong role in these areas of the brain. So what we think happens is that over time, there are a number of cues in your environment. And when I say cues, it could be anything from a billboard showing you a milkshake to um, sitting on the couch at 10 o'clock every night having a brownie, um, to, <laughs> to your neighbor bringing you dinner because you're sick, um, could be work parties, could be walking past a candy bowl. Um, so cues can be visual, they can be smell, they can be emotional, they can be time, they can be all those things. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.